Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I'm your host, Mike Cisneros, and joining me tonight, as always, from everywhere and nowhere, the man who is synonymous with anonymous, the gnarly gnome. Gnome, good evening. Cheers. Thank you very much. And from Overlook Lodge, the bartender, the hostess with the mostess, the queen of Cincinnati craft beer commentary, please welcome Tina Cisneros. Tina, ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Also joining us on social media tonight, our social media director, who will be taking care of sending out all of the Instagram photos, the Twitter uh, mentions, the tweets, the Facebook posts. Angie Cisneros. Angie, good evening. Hey there. Hi. And we have one heck of a show, I think, for everybody tonight. It's Uh, Thanksgiving. It is the... Hence us getting started. It is the Cincy Brewcast (laughs) Friendsgiving. And our friends that are joining us tonight, uh, first of all, uh, on the picture left there is uh, Chef Jen Clausen from Brew River Catering. And Jen, welcome to Cincy Brewcast. Thank you for having me. And also uh, to her left, uh, to my right, is uh, Rick Sanson. And Rick is a smoked foods expert who makes his own smoked foods at home, uh, a a food aficionado, a foodie, if you will. And so, Rick, welcome to the Brewcast. Thank you. Uh, What we have done is we have decided that we were going to have a food and beer pairing show. It was Angie Cisneros' idea. And so what we were going to do is we were going to try to put together what we all thought was a somewhat traditional but not straight down the line Thanksgiving dinner. And we wanted to pair it with some beers and have a few beers and eat some food and just enjoy everybody here as we get everybody ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, so <laughs> right, right, we have drops and spills. The first beer. <laughs> so we're going to kind of hijack from the beer fridge and sort of make our from the actual fridge. <laughs> and kind of make from our, the oven. Kind of make our food from the Thanksgiving table. Food pairing recommendations. And uh, Chef Jen was actually really nice because she put together a huge uh, text to me today uh, about the various kinds of beers and the different kinds of things. And Jen, if you would just kind of run down with us, kind of your opinion on this on on this on some of this and and give us some give us some thoughts uh, of, of what you like to put together with with uh, with a sort of traditional Thanksgiving meal with the meal or with yeah, the beer yeah with well well the meal and the beer and and, and you know how you kind of pair everything together okay um, I tend to stick with tradition I don't branch off from the typical turkey and whatnot um, we always have a cheese plate while we're cooking, while we're watching football, cheese, nuts, all that sort of thing. So in my mind, when you're going to have a whole group of people over and you're going to have a variety of things, cheeses and and a huge dinner, uh, you put a bucket of beer together with a lot of choices. And so that was kind of my thinking with this, is that you had things that if your favorite part of the meal is the turkey, you pick something that's turkey that'll match well with the turkey but you're not just putting a six pack of something out and everybody's got to drink it and that's what you 
That's what you've got to do. So the most important beer pairing for Thanksgiving is what your friends like and what your family likes. I think so. It's Thanksgiving to me is so hard because there are so many different things like that. You really can't pick a beer and have it really work well for everything. I think that's right. It's hard. I get. I'm not gonna say you can't, but it's it's tough to do. Well, that just gives you the chance to drink like six or seven of them. That's right. (laughs) Sure. So if you're going, if you want to go with, whether for budgetary reasons or just because. you know, you, you don't want to go around having, you know, a bunch of stouts or whatever left over after the holiday, and, and maybe you're not a stout drinker. Is there one or two or maybe three different kinds of beer that you can pretty much put out that that, that will catch everybody and that will kind of make everybody happy to a certain extent, well, e- I, e- even your craft drinkers and your non-craft drinkers? I think an American Pale Ale is the most obvious choice in that regard, just because, A, it's it's American um, versus a, a, a India style pale ale. It's it's a milder beer. It's not so hoppy. It's not going to overpower things. It's something that can appeal to people that are non craft drinkers. With that in mind, I'm glad you said that because in the big uh, growler right there, the big black growler there is the, I guess one of the newest offerings from 50 West. It's on tap right now. And what I did as I prepared, we all prepared a little something different. I prepared an appetizer, and what the app, what the appetizer is, is the um, is a is a spiced pecan uh, sort of snack you know, for snacking. And then I prepared um, at our house. We usually have shrimp cocktail, uh, but I wanted to go with something a little different tonight. So what I did was a um, oh, you might need it, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> or I, or I might. I mean, you you can put that thing on. It take you forever to get that that thing open. Um, and what I what I put together then was a uh, shrimp uh, with bacon, and then I put together a dipping sauce of, of chili, uh, of chili sauce, of sweet chili sauce, a little barbecue sauce, and a little. Um, um, the first uh, pour is always the hardest. <laughs> and a little. Jen literally just poured it like from her hand into her cup. <laughs> and a little special ingredient. I'll look away instead of that, licking uh, my hand. <laughs> and a little special ingredient that maybe uh, some of our uh, our food aficionados can pick out of there. Um, and that's on the side for dipping. So uh, uh, let me. Uh, I only like bacon. I don't like shrimp, so I just have bacon, and I'm dipping it in sauce. Did this somebody? Is pre- did this somebody, is pretty much the dream. Did somebody pass the sauce around? How's the sauce, yeah, by the way? Good. Real good. And we can pass the um, the, the nuts. And what I picked was the. This is the. Pass the. Yeah, you can pass that over here, uh, Rick. If you if you got some. Um, did you give? Did everybody? Did we give Rick a glass? Yeah, it's sauce. just. We're gonna. It's we're just, just like for real. Uh, oh. I was gonna say we can pass, can pass the growler, the growler around. around. Yeah, we can pass the growler around. Oh, yeah, because I've got a I've got a glass down said. here. It's just see, it's just like real Thanksgiving, total <laughs> chaos. <laughs> here, this way, Rick. Just pass the growler. Pass it right down here. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay. All right, thank you very much. Oh, if I don't spill it on the computer, I'll be lucky. <laughs> uh, this is the newest uh, American Pale Ale offering from Fifty West. It is called Willy Nilly. Uh, kind of going with their uh, transportation so forth themed beers uh it's called willy-nilly why and my original pick why is it called willy-nilly yeah i don't know no. um <laughs> you don't I have any history behind it i couldn't tell you <laughs> why you ask me a question like that i don't know i'm just curious <laughs> Uh, Thanksgiving. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted the penny pills because I figured spices, sure. you know, uh, you know, 
and and lighter stuff and, and some of the nuts and things like that that I wanted to do uh, would cut through that uh, would cut through that flavor. Right. right. As I ordered the growler of fifty of, of, at Fifty West yesterday, uh, it blew. <laughs> So, that blows. <laughs> so yeah, as as anybody Dude, knows, on par with the puns, aren't you? I know. I want Jen on every week. <laughs> so, um, so that's this is a this is an American Pale Ale. It's got the same IBU as the Penny's Pills, forty. I think it's got the same alcohol, five point two. If you're going to some, drink something all day, you don't necessarily want to have something that's really a a big heavy beer. So, uh, I invite everybody, if you haven't already, to uh, watch the toothpick in the shrimp. And give it a shot with the sauce and the beer. Well, I just drank I it and ate a first. pecan. And it's got a really, like, it's got a nice hoppy finish, but it goes away really quickly so as not to overwhelm yeah. whatever else you're eating. Now let me try it with my bacon dipped in sauce. <laughs> I recommend pulling away from the microwave microphone when you <laughs> chew. <laughs> <laughs> I think it goes really well with the shrimp because it's kind of like the hot flavor is so kind of like not not really intense, you know, but like it's there obviously, and the shrimp is so light, kind of like it's a refreshing on your palate. I feel like well, and the sweetness of the sauce and the sweetness of the pecan kind of cut down whatever like aftertaste there would be as well. Now a little pecan, and the shrimp is celebratory. I mean, that's mm. also a really traditional appetizer for thanksgiving because of the celebrate celebratory nature it's a special thing awesome the pecans are not as really uh spicy as i hope they would be i thought they'd be a little hotter still very good if i were yeah, gonna do really it good. if i were yeah. gonna do it again i think i'd add a little bit more cayenne pepper but is there curry in here in the there's sauce. not curry there's cumin cumin, cumin. Mm. Okay. in the nut mm-hmm. in the nut they're very good Anybody pick that special uh, ingredient out of the sauce? Oh. There's a little bit of horseradish in there. Just mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. tiny bit. I got it. It makes it makes you think of shrimp cocktail without mm-hmm. it being... Well, and the, the hops in the, the, the pale ale kind of make that pop, too, a little mm-hmm. bit for me. I like the nuts. They're just really good. <clears throat> Seems to mellow out the, the, um, the hoppiness of the IPA. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Good beer. Good, yeah, good, yeah. good pairing. Good yeah. choice. Excellent. Yeah, definitely. Excellent pairing. I think it's really good for an appetizer course, too, because that, that, that pale ale is real snappy and kind of clean and refreshing. and Yeah. Makes it's you awesome. want more. And, 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 a, and a good substitute for the Pilsner. So I'm glad I found this. And um, the, the bartender over at 50 West kind of helped me with this. What's kind of... You know, and he said, well, "Why did you try the, the willy nilly?" And I said, "No," and I tried it. And said, <laughs> I said, "No." Did I try the willy? <laughs> did I have the willy nilly? I says, "Not, not, not that I can remember." Uh, pass the uh, pass a napkin. I think there's a napkin. Very good. You think there's a napkin? Well, I, 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 I paid I paid for some earlier in the day. <laughs> All right, so that's the appetizer. Then, I guess we get. I guess we kind of get to the to the main. We've got course. another appetizer. Yeah, we got. Uh, oh, yeah! Don't be dumb. <laughs> well, we weren't sure where we were going to place that, and then but from here we'll I go to the side dish because it's the same beer pairing. Um, talk about talk about the um, the locks, the hand smoked locks from uh, Rick Sanson. Go ahead. 
Well, um, <clears throat> this is kind of a classic uh, traditional northern European um, recipe, really. Uh, it's uh, cured for three or four or five days, depends on looking for texture on the, on the uh, salmon. It's really good salmon from um, Faroe Islands. Uh, light smoke, cold smoke, this, this fish hasn't seen above 45 degrees ever. Do probably you, until now do you do it how, how do you, what is your what is your technique if if i might ask i mean do you have a you have a special box you use or a i built a, a smoke generator specifically for this so i have a um a smoker that i keep ice in it and then use the um uh, the smoke generator to generate the smoke um, in this case that is alderwood um so it um, and it freezes well. It the stuff lasts. So you burn you burn you burn the alder wood and then you force the smoke into the box into the cold box with the ice. Correct. That's cool. That's like like Mr. That's, Wizard. That's MacGyver, man. That's like food. That's like food MacGyver, and he built it, which is really impressive, man. Okay. Um, we're and we're pairing this with that um, happy sack smoked porter, um, quote unquote, dry hopped with rosemary from Dogberry. And that's Ooh. what we're going to pair with the uh, the stuffing also. So, because uh, you made the stuffing with that. No, I, I, oh, I, I made you... it with that in mind. Okay. I, I Was I the only one that actually cooked with beer? No. No, I Jen did too. I was drinking See, a beer the, the while the I cooked. the actual like, profession, like culinary that professional. <laughs> that's right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <Tina>. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jerk. I'm kidding. Gosh. Well, now we're going to judge your cupcakes really harshly. Oh, that's right. <laughs> You're going to love them, man. So I can't say this is really a traditional Thanksgiving um, uh, appetizer, but uh, what well, we talked about, well, we talked about uh, for breakfast. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in the morning, some of this for the savory. Maybe, maybe even with with some eggs. You'd make it with eggs, but it could be with eggs. You could do, and then have the kids get the um, cinnamon rolls and or or, pop, or pop tarts or. Heading out Black Friday shopping next day. Have that on a bagel and uh, run out the door. Lots and cream cheese, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delicious. With a Bloody Mary is kind of what I... <laughs> well. Yeah. The smokiness immediately works really good with this beer, too. Just from the aroma before I even eat the salmon. It does. Mm-hmm. Again, this is the... Say it again. From, oh, you got your mouth full. <laughs> from Dogberry. Boy, I'm catching the rosemary. Is it like hacky sack, hacking sack? Happy sack. Happy sack. <laughs> Hacking sack. Happy sack. That is <laughs> an interesting. You'd have to ask that's why, them, I'm, that's yeah. why I really LOL'd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. The uh, the rosemary, mm-hmm. the lemon that's that you squeeze on the fish mm-hmm. brings out like that bright note from wow. the rosemary. Yeah, definitely. I'm, it's really good. I'm really interested to try it with the stuffing now too, because this makes it kind of makes it really bright, whereas that stuffing kind of pulls out those darker notes of it. Well, and the the, the smokiness of the fish too, like brings out that like roasted malt flavor as well. That's awesome. It works together. And like full That's, disclosure, I don't like fish, but that was really really good. Yeah, I was like, why are you? Eating yeah, she this? like was like, you're gonna eat that. <laughs> like, it's rude not to, but I actually do like it. Wait, you try shrimp? <laughs> it was. Um, it even works oh with the nuts that you made. The, I mean, I just tried one of those with yeah. it. It's a really well-balanced beer. another handful beer. of those so nuts, I man. Pass those nuts. are delicious. Thank you. Not um, fish is good, too. Part of the reason I was interested in bringing this, this beer is because I do think it is such a neat, versatile kind of Thanksgiving beer. 
Well, and I like think you, it's going to go with, with the main dish, too. It can I think go, it, yeah, it can absolutely. go with the appetizers, the main dish. And you really don't think dessert. of, like, rosemary or, like, herbs in general as, like, an addition to a beer. Like, herbs, I think, are so much more... People like them so much more, like, fresh in, in like, a dish than, like, actually being made into a beer. But it really, really is awesome. I think it's a really robust herb, though, mm-hmm. that can hold up. Yeah. It's a good choice. Yeah, you couldn't do it with, like, any herb. Well, and, and when we were drinking it just by itself the other day, um, I think we picked out a lot more piney kind of almost hoppiness from the rosemary versus... Yeah. The, yeah, I got some celery kind of, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's good. Stout, in general, is not a bad choice either. I, right. I, I'd say probably if you were going to do three you just talked about doing an american pale ale yep i think probably a stout would be would be a a good second choice because it's so um it's so rich that it and it backs up a lot of those flavors there's so many i mean there's so many um what do you what do i want to call it dark dark flavors in thanksgiving there's a Mm -hmm. lot of roasted stuff there's the meats roasted that you know a lot of times you do roast vegetables um the stuffing is baked so it gets charred a little bit on the on the um you know it gets a char in the oven and stuff like that and i think stout really backs up those those kinds of flavors too really well i think a lot of people are afraid of stout yeah. And and mm-hmm. I think stout when you really start tasting around they're really kind of light. I mean, right? People are look... afraid it's going to fill you up and yeah. like be really heavy like on you when you're trying people to eat are, a lot. Yeah, like the dark flavor too, or the dark color. People are like, oh no. Oh, yeah. dark beers. They oh, must be heavy, beers, but yeah. most stouts really are not that that intense. I also think that saison kind of plays with Thanksgiving really well with the mm-hmm. um, kind of the, the the fruity, peppery kind of. Um, flavors that you get in there and then it's so so carbonated too when when you've got this big heavy meal with all these you know the butter and the potatoes and that kind of stuff you need something that kind of lifts it all a little bit and kind of cleanses the palate um, we'll see, while you're eating i love a stout with thanksgiving too because like thanksgiving like november that's stout season like we're about to go into the winter where we want these big like warming like big flavored beers to really like just warm us up in the winter. So I like well, to f- I like to finish my meal with a stout as well, opposed to well. It isn't isn't Thanksgiving to a really excellent nexus in kind of the if you will the beer season because you've got you've got the tail end of the pumpkins and the harvests and and, and all of those beers which have a lot of the classic flavors that are involved with thanksgiving exactly and then about a week ago or two weeks ago the winter beers start trickling in and those have a lot of the same flavors but leaning more toward the just the cinnamon and and a little bit of the sweeter but 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 so it's just a really great time that that, that, i mean if it's transition time, yeah it's it's, but you can have the best you can have both at the same time and, and you can choose you know, you can you can buy four or five six packs and have have really a, a wide ranging experience of, of flavors and styles and 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 alcohol contents and 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 that's you know that that would really make your guests happy. I guess there was an article that one of the local bloggers, Love Beer Love Food, put up this this last week that she was trying to write something about pairing with Thanksgiving and she couldn't come up with some good beers that worked with everything. So she proposed the idea: you do a Thanksgiving flight and in front of everybody's table you, you give them their their four flight glasses and you just you pour four different kinds of beer and you know throughout the meal you just kind of try them all and 
Um, I think it's, it's I think it's brilliant. Idea. That'd be so awesome for like a place setting. Even. Well, like, <laughs> like, 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 hey, yeah. like, here's your name. And like, yeah, oh, that'd be so awesome. That's a really good idea. Excellent. Listen, we've got we've got the main course. We've got the uh, with the side dish. Uh, the main course is uh, some, something turkey side dish uh, that turkey. Gnome put together. <laughs> uh, what is and then and then we've got a really fantastic dessert uh, that uh, Tina put together. And so we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Hi everybody, Mike Cisneros here, and as a craft beer lover, you want the same thing I do. The finest in handmade lagers, ales, and stouts. But do you take the time to think about whether the same care and attention has been given to the treats you feed your dog? Well, I'm here to tell you about Brewhouse Dog Bones, made from the same wholesome malted barley that you'll find in the delicious beers from many of Cincy's finest craft breweries. Brewhouse Dog Bones are handmade in small batches, using just three additional natural ingredients, peanut butter, organic eggs, and brown rice flour. So you know your best friend is enjoying almost the same great craft experience that you do. And Brewhouse Dog Bones are not only good for your dog, they're good for our community because they offer real-world training and a work co-op experience for developmentally disabled young adults ages 18 to 22 through the New Richmond, Sycamore, Marymount, and Oak Hill school districts. Brewhouse Dog Bones are available in the distinctive brown paper sacks with the red dog bone at some of Cincy's finest craft tap rooms, including Mount Carmel Brewing Company, Listerman Triple Digit Brewing in Cincinnati, and Old Firehouse Brewing in Williamsburg, and great pet stores like Newtown Feed and Supply and Earthwise Pet Supply in Montgomery. For more information about Brewhouse Dog Bones, to carry Brewhouse in your tap room or pet store, or to find out how your school district can participate in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, just contact Lisa Graham by visiting www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest of they're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap. But I, <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Brickcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. One time, it uh, okay. Josh threw a, Didn't a, taste rotten. a blanket over his head, and he got really scared because he thought the world around him stopped. <laughs> we had to reassure him. Even though he couldn't see it, it was still here. <laughs> so he, t- he took that blanket off, and what do you know? All right. Uh, <laughs> Rick Holman Baker having a little fun at uh, Josh Elliott's expense uh, on uh, one of our previous shows. So uh, it is Cincy Brewcast Friendsgiving, and we are passing around right now. The stuffing de gnome. Is that what they call it? <laughs> the stuffing de gnome. Got to give, got to give Mrs. Gnome a shout out on it too. I think Jen. She was perfecting her recipe yeah. for this week. So, and and the um, turkey meatball. Jen, tell us a little bit about the turkey meatball. No, let's talk about the stuffing first. Yeah, yeah, because it's the, it's like the yeah, it goes so with the. We the talked. Um, me and Rick got together at Dog Braid the other day with this beer, and we're kind of talking about some ideas of things you could do with it. And um, celery was one of the things we kept kind of playing with. And the um, so celery is a, a a main ingredient of 
that's this room mm-hmm. um of the stuffing um but definitely wanted to pull out some of the smoky flavors so there's some sausage in there um did i even get any of the celery in there it's it should be in there there's some fresh celery here too because i um i definitely think that that's a fun flavor to play with that beer how about a refill of the uh from the growler yes yes is it weird to say that they kind of taste the same like the like they have similar notes, I feel like. Like a little bit of spiciness, a little bit of the smokiness. No, that's the idea, I think. I mean, like, the, yeah, I guess, <laughs> but like, it just really works together. Yeah. <laughs> nice job, Andrew. It's really good. I'm Again, not going to stop thanks eating it. Mrs. So. Gnome. Thanks, Mrs. I've, Gnome. You know, I've eaten, I'm not a big, I'm not a big stuffing fan, but I, I like it okay. And I've eaten, a lot of stuffings, different kinds. And this has got either rye bread or pumpernickel or something. We used um, some kind of crouton, so that was probably some dark bread in there in the pack. Well, <laughs> it sure tastes like it's got rye bread. I don't know. Am I wrong about that? No, I get that same mm-hmm. dark bread taste. It's good. It's delicious. And it is so, wonderful. It's and the sausage really in there. That's kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. I like this. Just I'm that. just... I'm going to... Be quiet and eat for the yeah, rest for of the time. <laughs> Maybe this wasn't a good idea for the show because we're all going to be quiet and eat every no, day. That's it's great. So I'm hungry. <laughs> we, um, What's the name of the show? Walk <laughs> we, we made a whole bunch of this the other night. And so for dinner last night, we had um, the stuffing and we took and we mixed it with some eggs and made like a or we had breakfast the one morning. We were doing a, a, a brunch. And uh, made some kind of casserole with it. What I like about it too is it's not too it's not too wet. I don't yeah. like it when it's when like it's real soggy. wet. You can still see the individual pieces of crouton, which I like, mm-hmm. and it That's goes awesome. and it goes awesome with the beer. It does. It really does. Got it's it. got a little spice. Good call, Noam. This just has me like ten thousand times more excited for like actual Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, like I just get so excited when I drink good food or drink good, good food, food, eat good beer, drink good beer. Like, if, oh, there's something like romantic about it. It's just. All right. Now, Jen, tell us about the turkey meatball. So the reason I did a turkey meatball is not everybody likes a roast turkey. They all, you know, you get together with especially the (laughs) Friendsgiving. uh, That is a more modern term than I'm used to using. Um, A lot of times it's just nice to bring something that's kind of an ode to it. So the the turkey meatball could be done as a, a meatloaf or something like that. That's made with turkey. It's made with a spice from Colonel D., at um, Jungle Jim's Finley Market, uh, his turkey rub, which has rosemary in it, so it should tie well with that same beer. Uh, but I made a cranberry sauce with um, maple syrup and Mount Carmel Winter. So I did bring a bottle of the Mount Carmel Winter if you want a splash of that to go along with it. They are better warm <laughs> than they are. <laughs> they were warm. Si- they were warm. They're, now they're, 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 they're really good. Yeah, they're really good room temperature also. <clears throat> yeah, they're yes, fine they room temperature. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I'm again, with that beer. It's, with that it's, beer. Yeah. Silence, because everybody's chewing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, good call. Yeah, with the, uh, with the stout, it's good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so happy. With the APA, it's good. I'm this is my favorite show we've pump, ever done. A pumpkin beer, and I like it's all. You want to try the Mount Carmel? Here, you, you know, know what? All I'm these fall flavors. Mm. Oh yeah, Mount Carmel That's winter. Right. Yep. Always a good, always an excellent choice. 
So yeah, yeah the cranberry phenomenal. sauce is. I, I like it with the cranberry it. sauce too. It pulls mm-hmm. something yeah. else out of that. Uh, yep. And, and again, well, the spices in it. And again, what I've what I've was hoping to to do, which I think we've done very well, is highlight the Cincy beers that are on tap now and available now that you can go to the tap room and get a growler or in the case of Mount Carmel winter, uh, you can actually go to the market and pick up a six pack. Um, and then so beer styles in general, but Cincinnati beers that you can go now and get for your, for your holiday celebration, for your, for your Thanksgiving celebration. Um, and really get a good, solid taste of Cincinnati beer. And of course, I know there's lots of people. I saw uh, one of the one of the uh, members of, of a Facebook group I'm involved that you know that I'm part of, the Cincinnati Craft Beer Society. Society, yeah. I'm sorry. And um, but you know, and I don't have any problem with them. But a lot of these guys are talking a lot of these you know sort of national beers or beers that are coming from you know other places and so forth and so on, and and that's fine if you and that's what you want to have. And, and believe me, it, it, you know, go get in it if if you like a different kind of. I know talked about Mount Carmel Stout today. Mount Carmel Stout would be an excellent choice. Uh, and any and like we talked about, any American Pale Ale would be terrific with with, with a meal like this. Any saison, there's. Two great saisons that are on tap in the I've tap a, rooms right now. I've got now. a bottle of saison Dupont sitting in my fridge. Well, right? and, uh, and, uh, I saw saison blue by Rheingeist out at uh, Anderson Kroger today. Mm-hmm. Um, in in bombers. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just like any other good meal or good restaurant or good cooking philosophy. Use fresh locally sourced ingredients. Use fresh locally sourced components to your meal, and you won't be disappointed. That's true. Well, and Noam, you mentioned earlier the Belgians. And just that sort of extra fizziness, sort of. Right. One of the things that I wish I could have gotten for tonight was what I had at Blank Slate this weekend was their cranberry goats. So quick cranberry out and about was. Mm. I imagine that would be phenomenal. Unbelievable! They did such a good job, and it would have gone great with this as well. I threw, and the, it was very celebratory. It was like drinking champagne. I threw the question out on Reddit this afternoon to see if anybody had any ideas of beers that they think go great with Thanksgiving, and. Somebody mentioned that um, Lining Kugel's uh, cranberry, cranberry ginger, ginger, ginger. Um, shandy. I've got some of that in my. And when fridge. I first read, I thought, oh, and then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? That that might actually work pretty good. You know, some of those those flavors, and then that that real refreshing kind of well, and, fizziness um, almost. Uh, harpoon. I haven't seen it actually this year. It, maybe oh, I just haven't harpoon. been looking for it. <laughs> yeah. But I know in a few years past, they've had the harpoon. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was in. It was like for Thanksgiving, and it had like cranberry elements and had some other like thanks typical Thanksgiving spice elements. And it was like in a. It had a red like it was like oh. white and red, and it had like a red turkey on it, and it was like on a dinner plate. Um, so yeah, I mean there are some that are yet more national that you can find that are really really good. But um, I mean when you've got it in your backyard. Why not go for it that way? And, and speaking of in in your backyard, there's there's one from another local brewery that's pretty much designed for Thanksgiving too. Tina, Which, <laughs> I think what's that? That was throwing that to you. What's that? That's my clever. <laughs> that's the segue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this week in dessert. <laughs> um, okay, so we have the uh, Matry Pilgrim. 
That is the cranberry, vanilla, and walnut pale ale from Mantry, and it's used. Um, they use exclusively Pilgrim hops in the beer. Um, so to go with it, I have made, and it's not necessarily a traditional Thanksgiving dessert um, cupcakes. Usually, it's more of a pie situation. But I've made this I'll recipe before with day. great success, mm-hmm. and um, I was really excited to do it again this year. So um, this is a and I helped <laughs> and Angie helped. So this is a uh, vanilla cupcake that is made with the pilgrim and it has a cranberry cheese all right well we cream need cheese icing we need to get the pilgrim to come around oh, that is- we and we'll get the pilgrim glasses Where's and you said it's a cranberry cream cheese. cranberry cream cheese, cream cheese. Mm. Wow. at least i, I need a new glass but um and it's it's this is a who else needs a new glass yeah please i think everybody needs i need another one But then, Jen, in your you, you talked about a wide range of various beers for dessert, uh, including barley wines, uh, including something like this. Um. Well, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Jen, Jen? but go. Go. I, I, well, I wanted to put the question out on Twitter. Obviously, what are you planning on having during Thanksgiving? And I only got one response because no one likes me on Twitter, I guess. Uh, and it's from B. Herzog, 2010. He said that oh, he'll yeah. be having a barrel-aged pumpkin after dinner. So probably with a pumpkin pie. Oh, good. Yeah, or... pumpkin pie. yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I, Zog, Zog City Brewing. Yeah, I, sure, I, I, sure. we're following one another on uh, Twitter. And uh, thank you for asking and listening, uh, uh, Zog. And... and, and um, Barrel, uh, anything barrel aged, because a lot of people drink. I mean, e- even if you look up at my at my small bar that I have up here, I've got a lot of brandies, cognacs, sherries, uh, stuff like Grand Marnier and stuff. So a lot of people think liqueur, sure, after dinner. But there's no reason for people not to think beer. Exactly. I mean, you can do. There's any number of barrel aged beers out there, especially locally, and why not if finish your celebration. With a nightcap. Yeah, if you, you want know, something and, boozy, and think of it that barrel way. aged beer is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, and along the barley wine theme, along the, the it, champagne is often a, the wine choice for a, champ, uh, for a Thanksgiving dinner. So if you think of that same sort of vein, um, you know, a hard cider, uh, Rheingeist has a great one right now. Um, any of those kinds of things that you don't bring out all the time, I think is a, it's a perfect night to do that. But you could take a dessert like this, which it's 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 very it's it's light, it's refreshing, it's fruity, and then after dinner, have yourself a nice big cigar and a big barrel aged stout, and you know that finishing meal off with that too, because this this is a good it's really really good. It's just a little tang, a little tang of the cranberries, and a little bit of tang from the cream a cheese, a little as tang well. from the cream cheese, nice sweetness from the. Uh, and and it and it goes great with the beer. The beer, this particular beer, again, kind of washes all that down, washes all of that sweetness and everything off, and then gives you a chance to go ahead and take another bite of the excellent another bite of the of the cupcake. It's it's got that real lively carbonation again that kind of lifts that cream cheese and kind of cleanses the palate cuts through and, it and, a little yeah. bit. Helps you remember the flavors of the cupcake too. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, and when we made these, obviously, any good chef like tries a little bit of what they what they make. And um, when I took a bite of just the cake by itself before I frosted it or anything, that 
that really like nuttiness from the walnut in the beer was in there, but not much of the sweetness from the the cranberry and the vanilla. And so like once, but then we tried the the icing and we were like, oh my god, this is like way too sweet. This is gonna be awful. But then when we put them together, it worked really beautifully. So um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of these. Like I said, I've made them before um, with great success. I think so. these were a lot better though than the ones you made before. Well, yeah, le- yeah, I agree. I mean, it, just saying, and maybe because I helped, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now you beer. love. Both you girls love the um, cooking competition shows. Huh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna judge this based on that. And what I would say to you is, the next time you make this frosting, take the little you you put one walnut, and you put one of the uh, of the dried cranberries on top as a garnish. Might I suggest chopping some walnuts and chopping some of the dried cranberries, putting that in the frosting, and then you got that sour that you know that sour cranberry. That's hitting well, you too when we, you when you eat the sweet. We did use the like cranberry sauce, like the canned cranberry sauce in yes, the frosting. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing we don't, I don't really care for walnuts all that much. I mean, yeah, that's like what, the, that's like, what kept me from putting it anymore in anything. But I mean, um, I do these. Oh God, Bachi doesn't like. Walnuts he agrees. <laughs> They're bad. Does not like He's your assessment mad. really. Um, <laughs> totally disagrees. I think. <laughs> yeah, I do these every year when Pilgrim comes out. So there's there's no you, reason you in the pra- world yeah, you're, you're that I shouldn't do that next year. Yeah. Well, even soaking the dried cranberries in the Pilgrim. Oh. And Ooh, putting that on top as well smart. could be something. Or throughout the. Or icing, or make or a puree of it and then pipe it in the center of the cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, I think I think we have we have all of our ideas we all for have, next year. Yeah, our opinions, phenomenal, <laughs> our, ta- our thoughts. So, hi guys. So, delicious. Just everything went together so awesome, and then and then after dinner, and actually, Gnome's already got one going, uh, but I definitely would like to have one right now. Is a um, is is a and we'll pass. We'll, I'll go get him and we'll pass him around. And again, talking about the nexus of the season is the um, liquid. I think advent. it's a solid dessert beer. Really, is the liquid advent from Taft, brand new uh, from Taft's Ale House. You can only get it in uh, cans now. They had it on tap the other night, so we'll uh, we'll go out. We'll pop a few cans, and then we'll talk about um, what everybody's thankful for. Uh, as this, especially in Cincinnati craft beer, we'll do a little this week in beer. Um, Rick and Jen, thank you very much for what you brought. Everybody, thank you for what you made. I think everybody deserves. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks. A nice round of applause. Thanks. And there's still there's still a little oh. bit. There's a few. Tur- there's a, there, there's probably enough for seconds of the uh, turkey balls and the so to speak and the and the nuts and, and stop. And, and, okay. There's there's a massive thing of stuffing too. We'll be. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Eat so we're, we're gonna we're gonna uh, unbutton a uh, unbutton a button uh, pants button and uh, get the. I'm not wearing. Yeah, pants. for all your suckers who are wearing. <laughs> we're, we're yeah, gonna, these we're, aren't my maternity pants. They're my Thanksgiving pants. As 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 Joey Triviani said on Friends one time, we'll put on the turkey pants and we'll be right back on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of gobble gobble gobble. <laughs> Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app 
and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast and be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast. And we're back on Cincy Brewcast. (laughs) Some of us are back. Well, I'm back. I'm back. Hi. Hello. Hey. We are not in the studio this week. We are down around the dining room table to celebrate. Yeah, the original studio, actually. If you can see on Periscope, this is where it all started. Actually, it all started in the kitchen. But before we had the before we had the studio upstairs. We were at, around this dining room table every week. Aw, those liquid advent cans are so cute. Uh, 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 There's uh, President William Howard Taft President, and he's in a Santa suit. President Taft <laughs> in, in a bathtub <laughs> in the Santa suit holding up the beer that's being pulled by uh, s- some reindeer. It's, it's are there eight, really, really cool. Eight, eight tiny reindeer? There are, there are eight reindeer. This is what we're... It's Rudolph on there. There's tap handles on the, the handles of the bathtub, too. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You guys, I don't know if that helps them if steer. You know, uh, it, guys, uh, go ahead and uh, get yourself a uh, flight glass or whatever and pass around, if you will. I, I was. Well, I'll just reuse. This yeah, I'm gonna reuse. I've, I've been drinking on this kind of the whole show. If you got um, a- behind the scenes, so I, I'll, I'll start with my comments. Yeah, on tell it. tell us about what kind of beer it is. I, it's it's a it's a chocolate porter, so I guess it's oh, probably the shit. same as their their Maverick chocolate porter that they had on before. Um, oh. With the addition of some spices and some chilies and some things like that, chilies and that and that made me nervous too. I, I'm not a huge spiced beer fan, um, but I, I think it's it's done really well in this one. The chilies, it's not a heat thing; it's more of a flavor. I'm going for another turkey meatball right now. The mercy, yeah, those are good. <laughs> it's a definitely a perfect on? dessert. Oh beer. yeah. Oh. Mm. So this is what they called in the bar Maverick Two that night. <clears throat> it's got the Mm-hmm. Bar. Oh, chocolate. from yeah, Maverick. Maverick chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yeah, you get. Oh. <laughs> and on the can, in his sack, there's a teddy bear. <laughs> Again with the sack. <laughs> there's a teddy bear, and it looks like a stuffed dog, Nuts? and a few bars of Maverick chocolate. So and that's barrels. A, that's a cool detail. Nuts in his sack. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm I'm curious if they stashed any of this way. Watch it, we're going to get canceled. <laughs> they did. Uh, they they have to. I, I can't imagine that there's be, not. It some, would be stupid of them. You, know, you don't want to be canned. Rudolph is not on the can. Oh God. <laughs> well, yeah, he was laughed off the laughed off the sleigh team. It's embarrassing. <laughs> he went down in history. Did everybody get enough? Sorry, if, I keep. If you, yeah, if, if you want, if you want a little bit more, just let me know. I got a couple of more delicious. cans that we're really uh, that we're really enjoying here. Um, I could sit by the fire after a Thanksgiving dinner, put my feet up, and enjoy mm. that. That this is, is so delicious. Good. Well, yep. it's not like that that 
bracing kind of fake chocolate taste that you mm. get from some stuff. No. It's, it's more like the smooth cocoa bitterness. And, yeah. and smooth and creamy and um, no, it's, it's good. I mean, I think we tried, I don't want to name any names, we tried another chocolate porter at one time on the show that just kind of tasted like Nestle Quick and it wasn't uh, this... There's this a time and a place be. for Nestle Quick. Let's not. It's, it's, I mean, <laughs> let's it's, be real. It's, it's dark. Drink it's dark chocolate flavor. Opal? It's got. Yeah. Uh, it, it's grown up chocolate fa- flavor. Right. It doesn't taste like milk chocolate. Chocolate milk. Be sure to you drink know. your Ovaltine. Um, you know, <laughs> there are some. There are some good beers. I love uh, Shake, uh, which oh, is man. which is a lot like which is yeah. really like a sweet chocolate. Type of a thi- type of a situation, and I really love that. But I could drink that shake you, forever. You know what? Especially if you've had a heavy, you know, if, especially if you've had a, a relatively heavy meal, heavy desserts. Another thing, this is pretty light. It it's is got a pretty, pretty light. light uh, Again, with it looks dark, it looks scary, it looks <laughs> heavy after that meal, but it's not. It's very refreshing. Do we know what the five and a half percent? Yeah, that's not bad yeah. at all. That's. Yep. Yeah, after That's after easy. after four Bloody Marys in the morning and ha- <laughs> half a bottle have of a wine. Have a pitcher of sangria in the afternoon, <laughs> bottle of wine in the evening. If you guys are this wondering. This is the greatest parade those, ever. Those, those are our actual Thanksgiving. That's going to be the situation Thursday here in the Cisneros house. I just want to let you know. With dad, you know, having gotten up at three o'clock in the morning, too. So. Oh, God, you're going to be wasted. Yeah, yeah dad. <laughs> we, we smoke our turkey in my house, so we spend a lot of time. Well, some of us spend a lot of time sitting out in the backyard kind of hiding and, 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 and drinking. And, <laughs> Avoiding yeah. relatives. This is the men, where it's, the men are. Honey, right? I'm where cooking. The... Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, you, what do you use, a Weber grill? or, a, or a... I have, it's a Home Depot brand grill, whatever that is, the Brinkman or whatever. Uh-huh. The bottom of it, you know how there's two doors on the bottom of your grill? Right. One side is like a like a, a smoker. Oh, I see. And it, it works pretty good. It takes a little bit of... Um, redneck ingenuity to to make it work good but it's it's cooking pretty good now excellent excellent um what about you what about you guys jen you you mentioned you don't do you don't do stray too far from the traditional which is interesting because being a professional chef you either have that sort of oh let's do something you know really wild or or uh, and that just doesn't fly it's just you you just like most people, I think you want what you grew up with, and we grew up with a very traditional. You never tried my mom's turkey. Well, <laughs> I don't think she listens. My mom, on the other hand, had a fantastic turkey, and yeah, always great stuff stuffing that you put the turkey, the the fat that would drip off the turkey while it was roasting. You squeegee it up in the little baster and put it into the stuffing, so the stuffing kind of fries and bakes at the same time. Ooh. And yeah, so. inside inside the bird. No, I, we actually do no. it. It's re- technically dressing, so we okay. we do All it right. in a pan separately, and and the edges kind of crisp from that turkey fat. Wow! Just yeah, it is. It's really tasty. Wow! And what about you, good. Rick? What? I'm sorry to say, but uh, we do a Middle Eastern thing. Ooh! Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that sounds delicious. You don't have to be sorry about that. <laughs> well, no, tell us a, more. Tell yeah. us more. Well, I've been doing this for years, and and my family just it's just the thing it takes forever to make and um but it's um uh, my family loves it what kind of stuff uh basically it's a kebab not a shish kebab but a kebab which is a a ground lamb um and um onion and turmeric grilled with uh, a certain preparation of rice and tzatziki uh, uh, sure yogurt dill yogurt cucumber um uh 
uh, raw onion, a uh, spice called sumac, which is a mm-hmm. Middle Eastern kind of a lemony, bright, very dark that on purple. The poison the yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and my family just flips out on this stuff. And that so, uh, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. I love Definitely. to hear about people's different traditions because, yeah. like, people tend to get, like, really, like, <clears throat> like, um, like tunnel vision on what they think is Thanksgiving. So I love to hear anything that's like out of the norm. I, I, I'm, in, I'm interested. Was that it? Was that in reaction to a disaster or just something you start? I mean, because I can just see, hey, you know, you get down to the store and there's not much left, and you know, you. Uh, I, I had a Persian friend, and and he taught me how to make this food, and 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 it's just it's very good. It's it's a lot of preparation. So uh, it just well, I imagine ready. it would be one of those things where you like make it for some people, and then they're like, "Wow, this is really good. Will you make yeah. it again?" <clears throat> and then like eventually, it's like, "Make it for Thanksgiving, okay?" Yeah, <laughs> I spoke. I, I flew with a, uh, an Australian um, woman that I met that was from Central Australia, and I asked her, and it was around Thanksgiving. I said, "What what is your favorite f- food for Thanksgiving?" You know, when you think about your parents and your mom and hummus. Oh, funny! Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking kangaroo. Hummus. <laughs> <laughs> Ravioli here. Ravioli. Oh, yeah. Italian. Yeah. We had spaghetti and meatballs one year, but that's another story. <laughs> was that a disaster? That was a that disaster was, year. That was a, yep. We turkey pot on fire. I, I got to get, get Nancy a mic. Cause she, you know, we no, got to get her a mic. But, um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Your, your, your uh, grandmother, uh, uh, Italian um, uh, grandfather from Sicily. And, uh, yeah, there was, a ra- there was always turkey, of course, but ravioli. Uh, didn't she do ham too? Did she do ham? I, I, you know, at Christmas when you don't think like she do ham at Christmas and then ravioli and then on on or some kind of pasta, uh, mustacholi or lasagna or something like that. Yeah, that was always on the table. Great stuff. Mm. How come we don't do that anymore? Yeah, because I brought it up the other day and you bitches said no. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's why I wish I had her on mic. That'd be a perfect. I think they picked that up. I was drunk. I, don't know. I, I was. I probably definitely was drunk. <laughs> Excellent. Good. No, I, I you had you had something. There were a couple times was, you got I was, interrupted. I was so. gonna say I was gonna say with with Rick and his Mediterranean Thanksgiving, it doesn't surprise me one bit. You know, some of the uh, the first times I met Rick, I'd be walking around Jungle Gyms and I'd see him across the store and he'd start flapping his arms around. And I'm like, what's he doing? And he'd go, hey, hey, do you do you want to try something? I'm like, well, all right, you know. And he'd run and he'd get his little bag. He's got this tote bag he carries around with him, and he'd start rooting through there and he'd pull out some kind of tzatziki sauce or something like that. Or one time. He pulls out this big Himalayan salt block out of this thing, and he goes over to the the tasting bar there and clears a table and puts this big salt block into the table, and he's throwing watermelon and all kinds of stuff on there. Oh, just let it sit for a minute, and then try this. You know, you gotta try this. You gotta try that. It's, you know, you, it's always. Do you want to try something? You want to do. You want to do something different. Do you want to try something yeah. crazy? And it's opened my my mind up to some of the the flavors, not just in, in beer, but elsewhere. That. Uh, um, changes the way you taste stuff i think yeah that's cool that's very very cool listen um we'll be right back we're going to do another uh, couple of little um uh, uh liners and stuff here and and then uh, we'll be right back and we'll talk a little this week in beer on cincy brewcast the voice of cincy craft I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest to be harvested. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that crap crap. But I, <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You know, 
You're listening to Cincy Brickcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I actually think that's how I got the job, was being like, I like Listerman beer. Like, okay. <laughs> Hi, this is Evan Rouse from Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. This week in beer. Well, hello again, everybody. This is Mel Allen. It is time for this week in beer. Waiting for the cease and desist. Lord. <laughs> it's going to come any day. Any day. <laughs> Does anybody know the, na- the, g- the name of the game show that this was the theme song for before it was the th- one of the theme songs of This Week in Baseball? Let me start with a question of what year was this? Uh, I think it would have been uh, mid-70s, <laughs> early, early, early to mid-70s. That's definitely before Gnome. Yes. The, the newlywed game. The name of the show was called Jackpot. Did you? Yeah. yeah, jackpot. Everybody remember Dad. jackpot. Dad. So, did your mom watch it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hell yeah. That woman I loved game shows grandma, until the day she died. Grandma loved her game show G- network. G- game shows. My mother, <laughs> God rest her soul, and M. Cisneros, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, game shows and days of our lives. That was yeah. Nice. So yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, UC. 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 UC, UC basketball. Reds. And, uh, Cincinnati yeah. Reds. Not so much Bengals. She watched Bengals, but Reds was yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. Reds and any basketball, NBA, college. <laughs> you know, she 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 knew she knew she knew the NBA like the back of her hand, and she knew who she liked and she knew who she didn't like. So uh, this week in beer, uh, no, there's all kinds oh, of, as always. There is so much going on in the Cincinnati. Are you guys? <laughs> Hey, I got to wash this tablecloth, you know. They're drunk. Jeez. Everybody's drunk. All right. I guess we should just kind of roll through alphabetically. And if you guys know something that I'm not catching here, um, stop it and we'll talk about it because there is a ton of stuff. Um, Braxton, which just before we went live tonight, they announced a new beer. Oh, yes. Coming on Wednesday at 530. Yes. Called Crowbar, a black IPA. Um, So... We just barely got that in this week in beer. I almost missed it, but um, I'm excited to try that one. I uh, I think they're really killing it lately with some of their um, releases that are on and coming. And, and you and you attended the Dark Charge Super Preview the, that was thinly disguised as a glassware yeah. session. And no. I I have to stand up and say that it was a glassware discussion first. And the dark charge, and super the glasses just happen to have dark charge in. Because so. I love glassware, I'm, I'm a glassware geek. So, but yeah, I, I got to try dark charge, and it's phenomenal. It um, it it really takes on that that the barrel character without being too boozy. Like it doesn't have that that real strong like bourbon kind of kick to it. It's it's really woody and earthy and. Um, it's really I cannot wait to try the the variants of it the coffee and the vanilla and it's it's gonna be a good beer and then they've got another preview coming up I think it's next week the the second maybe whatever that Wednesday yes. is yes okay which they're doing with the um the Remus distillery right. um, which is where a lot of their barrels came from um, or maybe all of their barrels the dark charges in and again 
at the end of it, you get a glass with some dark charge in it as a not, bonus. Not so. not that one, not those one barrels we saw. We'll talk well, about. We, I don't know we, if we can. I don't talk know about if we're allowed to talk not. about those yet. <laughs> um, they have mentioned that they have eight really special barrels, and they haven't really said what those special barrels are. Unless you get a couple drinks in them and, and, and corner somebody, then they might mention it to you. But um, so yeah, they've got some really fun stuff coming. This week is also freaking Friday. Uh, they haven't announced what that is yet, but um, it's usually something pretty good. Storm cans. I know you're not a, a cream ale fan, but um, they're they're out and they're in northern Kentucky in stores, so you can um, throw some storm on ice and have it while you're tailgating or um, while you're watching the game or whatnot. Wouldn't 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 be a bad one again, as we talked about with the Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, it really would not. It would, right. It would be. It's 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 nice and clean and and you know and and and. Not a lot getting in the way of the other flavors, so. Right. Um, they've got, of course, their Dark Charge release coming up on the 5th. Um, they're not really talking about it a whole lot, and I don't know when it's going to happen, but um, we saw that their Widmer Brothers co- um, collaboration beer was on the tap list for their um, for their block party. So that should, in theory, be popping up soon. Maybe they're going to push it after the party. I don't know, but... Um, big IPA, something that I think the city is clamoring for them to mm-hmm. um, to release. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't discuss uh, what just took p- place at Blank Slate over the weekend. Congratulations to uh, Scott LaFollette and uh, everybody over at Col- uh, um, 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 Colin, uh, um, the assistant uh, brewer. Uh, his name escapes me, and I should know it off the top of my head, but I don't. Uh, but the Colin and everybody over there at, at Blank Slate, they yeah. previewed their Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Ryan, um, I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, they they uh, previewed their new space. They released their uh, the uh, the uh, uh, upper cream stout and barrel aged shrimpiness. <laughs> yeah, Jen. Jen, you were and there. Celebra- tell us about and how celebrated it was. their Holy first uh, anniversary. And Jen was pouring beers and tell us about it. Oh, it was a blast! It was a, so much fun, and it was full all day. Uh, we got there at five, but it had been going since noon. And they just did a fantastic job. Had some new T-shirts rolled out, and they had four or f- let's see, six variations of their opera cream. Um, including on nitro, which was life altering, and um, and that goes up with the cranberry that was delicious, and their um, long way home with chocolate was another kind of great dessert. Would pair nicely with pumpkin pie, <laughs> um, and they did say they're going to be open on Wednesday for growler pours during the day. Uh, I didn't catch the hours, but I do know they're going to be open. Um, and it was a lot of fun, a lot of music. It's the only time he'll do it in there like that because they're going to start putting in the cannery and and all of that. So, right. so that big space and so exciting. And you should be able to get Opera Cream around town now. Um, which, on top of that, we probably should kind of scold the distributors a little bit for what kind of happened this week and, and this last week with Opera Cream. Um, and uh, there's some stuff on the blog coming up in the near future about what's wrong with kind of this craft community in Cincinnati, the things that maybe need changed a little bit. And there's, there's kind of a problem with, with a distributor putting, you know, when, when Scott sends something out to, you know, he, he doesn't have a ton of beer to send out to people. He kind of scaled back into Hamilton County and this last week 
there were kegs of opera cream popping up in Butler County, which was great for me because I really love the beer. But so not only was it popping up early, it was popping up in a county that the beer is not supposed to even be in. Um, so kind of kind of piggybacking on the whole event, you know, people, I think that um, if you see stuff like that happen, you know that a beer isn't supposed to be on yet or isn't supposed to be there. Right. Send an email, you know, let let the brewery know and tell them and say, hey, this is what's happening. Is it right. supposed to happen? Right. And, um, you know, stick up for your breweries and kind of help them do their thing the way they want to do their sure, thing. Sure, sure. What else we got? Um, gonna, what else do we have? <laughs> um, not necessarily a brewery, but Cappy's um, for Black Friday is doing a massive event again. Yeah, I saw their post oh my on gosh. that. That looks fantastic. That's, and that's not something we can even list. There's so much on there. You really right, have to right. get on. and um, You can get on, of course, the gnarlygnome.com or on their Facebook or anything like that. And um, there's there's a ton of cool bottle the releases. The Gnarly Gnome has all... By the way, let me just say, the gnarlygnome.com has all of this information that, that we give you. I try it. Uh, that we give you. And if it's not there, it will. It either will be or should be on cincybrewcast.com. We're working on it. Um, and so... Um, See, I've, Cappy's I've got is it cool. Pulled, I've got it pulled up right now, I think. There, there is a ton. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's there's ton of 2014 some. Founders KBS, 2015 Founders KBS, 2014 Bell's Black Note, Coconut Chacao, Coffee Nut Case. Uh, are you going to go through all Like that? I said, too much. Well, that we can yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, to, just to name a few. And it also looks like they're doing a, uh, a charity sort toys of situation. For tots. Toys so for if tots, you bring yeah. a toy and donate to Toys for Tots... Um, that's a thing, also. Okay. Shut up, dog. Uh, I think they've got some. I think you, got you're going to get coal for Christmas. Some, some specials. I think they've got some bottles and stuff that All they've been holding back thing. that uh, you can that you can purchase uh, at there. That that it's bottles of stuff that they've been holding back. I think you're going to raffle some stuff off too. So they're, that's they're, huge. Their doors open at nine, but they said people started lining up at six a.m. last year. So. You know, if you want to get in on the Black Friday rush. And well, something fun for Black way. Friday, right. you know. And speaking <laughs> right. of Black Friday, Mad Tree's got something um, as well, which sounds really, really great, too. Yeah, Black Friday's got a bunch of stuff this week, actually. You know, it, the the big thing that I think people are talking about is on Black Friday, they're doing that, that gift pack with um, what's left of their um, Coffee Vanilla Axis Monday um, in bottles. And then they're releasing Are You Ready for Some Darkness? Also, in bottles, the bourbon barrel aged. Well, I'll be there at 7 in the morning that and day, then, so uh, I'll, uh, I'll look it up. It doesn't start until 10, so. <laughs> yeah, but I work there now, so. <laughs> um, and then the, I got a key to the building. The the, the Tiku glass. Yeah, um, the branded for Tiku the, glass, yeah. But I've, you know, they haven't announced all of the other gift packs that are coming up this week, but I did see they have their Funk Series glass was in there and um, some fun stuff. So that starts tomorrow with all the different... Um, gift packs that you can buy for people. So if you still need to do some Christmas shopping and maybe shopping for yourself or whatnot, um, there's there's a ton of stuff. And then Listerman. Uh, Listerman, you guys are going out to order on my sheet. Oh, here sorry. Um, Continue again. Go go, no, go no, no, in order. No, no, no. Black Friday. They're doing another thing. Starts at eight a.m. Um, they and they're they've got some really fun stuff coming up too with um, Chicao. Um, they have bottle releases, the Chai Chikau, um, batch 300, aged in triple smoked whiskey barrels, Ooh. batch 300 in Buffalo Trace barrels, batch 300 in smooth ambler barrels, and then they've got 
four different versions of Batch 300 on tap and the Chai Chikau on tap, that Hop and Frog collaboration stuff is on tap, um, Nutcase with Blackberries, which I love all their Nutcase jam beer. So, um, And then they also won a silver medal at that um, Festival of Barrel-Aged yeah, Beer. Yes, absolutely. Congratulations to uh, Listerman, a silver medal in the uh, specialty category, right. I believe, yes. Um, there's like 350 beers, I think, that they were competing against in the whole festival in all the different categories but um it's a big big for them to 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 finally win something for some barrel aged chacao yeah um christian morline is doing what they're calling the alumni club on um yes they were on wlwt wednesday morning promoting that and they um trying to give you a place to kind of hang out when your friends are in town and um with that new huey pure lager i think that they're kind of um Doing some specials with that. You're, you, I, I love I, that I, I, I'm, love I'm, it so much. I'm, I hate your guts because you're making me like it too. Because it is, it is so really good. good. I mean, if you're, you know, uh, uh, I think it's, I think it's should should quickly become a new standard of. I hope it does. Your, but it's not macro. But it's you're, you're just no, lager. You're American lager. I think you're American lager beer. It's it's six ninety nine a six pack, which I don't think that we should ever choose our beer because it's not expensive. Um, but we also can't lie and say that we don't do that sometimes. Sometimes you just need something that's good, easy drinking that isn't going to break the bank. You know, we can't drink some of these barrel aged things all the time. So, um, so yeah, they're doing the alumni club, and then it's it's the thing with it is to me it's made right. It's made right. It's, it it's a tastes good beer. Right. It's a good good beer. Yeah. It, um, it, it it's quickly becoming a staple in, in my beer fridge, which you've seen me drinking it week after week here um, as a side beer kind of. Um, so it, it hats off to them for the for the pure lager. I can't wait to see what they do with the other um, Hootie beers. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're also tapping their, their streetcar. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I had Beer Mumbo chiming in here on, on Periscope. Um, no, we were talking about Hootie pure lager. Um, what did he ask? What did we ask if we were talking about the, the, that that clamato? Oh crap. yeah, that. <laughs> uh, what is that? A bull shot or a red eye? That, the, the guy that I used to the guy I used to work for at uh, the restaurant I worked for back about a half a million years ago loved those. He loved the the uh, Bloody Mary mixed with with beer. He loved the Bloody Mary mixed with beer, and he yeah. called it a red eye. Now they put beer in bloodies. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, they're also tapping their their streetcar beer. Um, I know you tried the the, the ride the rails. I tried at the uh, ride the rails eleven seventy five. So this eleven seventy six is coming up at, uh, at, at uh, the logger house. The logger house, and that's called Desire. It's a hoppy red, um, and that comes on tomorrow. Um, so it's always fun to see what they're putting I, out. I, they're, lo- I love hoppy reds, and they they um, have recently announced that they're they're expanding a bit there too, which kind of plays in with that whole um, that whole bringing bringing hootie back to cincinnati right which, right um i'm a diehard hootie fan i love this stuff <laughs> so that's more line fibonacci um they are open black friday and they're um i don't know if you've ever seen sitting on their bar they have a, an old centrifuge and i saw that thing the other day the the, the thing they posted on Facebook. yeah, yeah they're yeah. turning it into some kind of a game where you can spin the centrifuge and if, if it lands on on one thing you can 
you know, get a discount on a pint, or if it lands on something else, you get a gift card. If it lands on something else, you have to buy somebody a beer. So right. it's kind of a fun game while you're standing there drinking. But, uh, it's neat, something uh, something different that nobody else is, has been doing around town. That's for sure. The big the big growler, please. Oh. I'd like the big growler. The black one. The black growler. Uh, let's go old firehouse. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Love us some old firehouse. They, Love us some old firehouse. They are tapping their their barrel aged code three. Which we tried. Um, <laughs> their so we had their their code three in the um, Cabernet whiskey barrels um, back at their their anniversary. So it's it's kind of a fun take on a barrel aged beer, something that's a little lighter, a little easier drinking, but it still kind of pulls a lot of that that whiskey character in the barrel flavor and. And there's a lot of big man love going on down at the firehouse. <laughs> he will be pouring that evening, yes, as a matter of fact. Yes, yes. Our good friend Andy Clausen, who we broke the news here on Cincy Brewcast <laughs> about four One weeks way or ago. another. That's right. <laughs> and we kind of were like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe we went a little early on it. But it, congratulations. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Andy oh, is, very, is uh, very, very, very happy. And he, and he, great time. we went down there a couple Andy of Sundays ago. Andy is Jen's ago. husband, by the way. Yeah, Andy is Jen's, Jen's <laughs> husband. Uh, AKA Gary and uh, we and uh, we love him. He started out over here at uh, Mount Carmel and uh, we grew to know and love him there. And and now that he's down at the old firehouse, not too far away, it's in the not quite the same zip code, but uh, in the it's, it's 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 off thirty two, so we can we can live with that. But yeah, we went down there and saw him last Sunday. It's great to see him behind the bar again. Yeah. And he's also doing a lot of the uh, brewing, the p- yep. helping brew, help uh, packaging, helping with all that stuff. He's a packaging genius. <laughs> So uh, well. <laughs> so anyway, to his <laughs> best to best to him, best to, best to Andy. He he's a perfect fit out there too. Yes, I think, yes, there. he is. Um, he looks good in red. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he does look good in red. Taft's Ale House is doing um, their um, Stein release on Black Friday, so they have um, that's. 10 of their first edition steins that they are re-releasing and then 40 of the second edition which has like a butterscotch glaze or something Uh with it so if you didn't get a stein the first time around their rookwood steins are the the, the handle of it is the big mustache for Uh for um, big billy taft Taft, it's kind of a a stout robust shape kind of the way he was too so it's um if you didn't get one before you have a chance but you're gonna have to line up early because there's only 50 of them um, and then they're also tapping barrel aged cherrywood amber, which, if you couldn't uh, think of a way to make that, that stuff beer was better, that, that stuff was damn good you to begin it. with, and now they're gonna put it in the barrel. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm excited to try that one if I get a chance. And then I think that's everything around town. Um, of course, Black Friday is always Bourbon County Stout release in Kentucky and Indiana. We talked a little bit couple weeks ago maybe about raising the abv cap and right in right. ohio and yep. why you yep. do that this is a perfect example of why because every beer fan in, in in ohio is driving out of state on black friday to pick up their bourbon county stout so um just another reason to write your congressman and tell them that and uh, we have been efforting uh to have a discussion about uh house bill 68 uh i have been contact i i was contacted uh by both uh representative ramos and also our local representative here uh in the mount carmel uh eastgate area uh representative fisher and uh and uh, and so we are going to 
try to get uh, in touch with those guys and and do a uh, radio or a phone interview with those with uh, each one of the congressmen to discuss House Bill Fifty Eight. Bipartisan. Uh, uh, Representative Ramos from uh, uh, from Lorraine is a Democrat. Uh, Representative Fisher from here in in our district is a Republican. So uh, how how many times you got these days where Republicans Democrats agree on something and that? <laughs> yeah, and I think seems like the know, only people that aren't agreeing with this is Big Beer. Yes, yes, and it seems uh, to me. You know, we've got uh, two uh, big beer breweries in the state. Obviously, AB uh, Bruce Budweiser and and their their consolidated products in uh, Columbus, and um, and uh, and Miller Brews uh, 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 in Trenton, uh, Bruce Miller Miller Light mostly in Trenton. So, uh, but that's uh, that's how it goes. Um, and so we'll try to uh, get a hold of those guys. Uh, we're gonna take another brief break. Uh, we're gonna come back and wrap it up uh, with a couple of uh, thanks, thank yous to Cincinnati Craft Beer, and uh, we'll be right back here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> I, yeah, no. And the, the main thing as we go along is to make good beer. If I, if I can, I've always told people if you can make good beer, they'll stand in a barn to drink it. This is Brett Coleman-Baker with Urban Artifact Brewing in Northside, Cincinnati. Hi, this is Evan Rouse from Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette from Blank Slate Brewing in Cincinnati. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. All right, that back here on Cincy Brewcast. We're going to wrap it up uh, real quick. Um, we always like to go around the table at Thanksgiving and ask everybody what they're thankful for. Uh, so we can do that either in a uh, vein of just what you're thankful for or in a vein of Cincinnati craft beer uh, and uh, or craft beer in general. So, um, no, we might as well start. start with you. Uh, um, I'll go both on it. I, I Of course, I'm extremely thankful for my friends and my family and um, my beautiful wife for putting up with all of the late nights of beer drinking and podcasting <laughs> and um, everything else that comes along with this gig. But um, I'm just thankful that there is a Cincinnati craft scene. It's, you know, in, in my life, I've seen it change from one thing to another and um, it just keeps growing and it blows my mind every day to see the things that are happening and the people that are, that are supporting it and, and pushing it further. So um, I, I can't imagine something else that, uh, that that I would be more thankful for as far as beer. Tina? Is it my turn? Um, I guess I'm thankful for just uh, the, kind of to go along with what Gnome said, the, the community itself. Everybody's so supportive. Everybody's so uh, forthcoming. Everybody is so... Most okay. Most, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> everybody is so open and willing. Now come to... on, we shouldn't have any negativity in this. All right, go ahead. Are you done? Everybody, everybody's so um, open and willing to kind of talk to us and um, 
and not just with the show, but also in general when you're out and about, like, at the different breweries and tap rooms and things, just, like, meeting really cool people is, like, the best part of this. So that's what I'm thankful for. Angie? Me? Oh. Angie? Okay, uh, well, obviously thankful for my friends, family, job, dog, all those things. But also, <laughs> um, yeah, the, the the craft beer community, you know, not only the people who I've met, but the people who I now consider my family just from drinking craft beer. Yeah. All right. Well, besides the obvious friends and family, <laughs> I'm thankful for my husband's new job and his past opportunities, both of which have introduced us to many, many people, present company included. Uh, that have become very, very dear good friends, and and that's what craft beer can can be really for everyone. A real community creator. I agree. Uh, I'm grateful for my friends and family. Um, thank you for inviting me. Uh, well, we 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 thank you for bringing that wonderful, um, delicious God, that was locks. So it was fantastic. I was actually um, just sitting here thinking, like wishing I, there was I wish more. I had more of that. <laughs> the the obviously the thankfulness as echoing kind of what from my standpoint from echoing what Noam said is if my lovely wife Nancy sitting down at the end of the table tonight was not she did not even come close to tolerating this look what we did to her dining room yes this would not this would not and yes, her upstairs and, room and three days and, and three garage. days from Thanksgiving too uh, so, so I thank you with all my heart. It really is great that you let this old coot do this stuff that really, you know, I mean, we love it and it means a lot to us and just thank you. I th thank you from the bottom of my heart, uh, for that. And again, secondly, uh, and, and certainly not nearly as importantly, but, uh, as far as the show is concerned, uh, very important. Uh, the way that we've been embraced and uh, have been treated by the Cincinnati craft beer community. We play the liners, Scott LaFollette, Brett Coleman Baker, Evan Rouse, uh, Gamel uh, Nagy, who was here uh, two weeks ago with Rivertown, um, uh, Dan Listerman. The list goes on and on. Bob Bolas from Fibonacci, uh, Tony from Dogberry. I mean, it just the list goes on and on of the people that have invited us. Jeff Greb. I, like I said, I shouldn't have started naming them. <laughs> it's, it's amazing Scott, to think Kenny. about. Actually, uh, I mean, uh, that have uh, that have opened up to us have either come visited us here at the studio or that have allowed us to come in to their uh, establishments do a couple of hours, take very good care of us, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, allowing us to taste their beers and, and, and so, so, um, uh, so generous with their time. Uh, and that's a, a, that's number one. And then number one, a is the number of people that have embraced us as part of their, listening as part of their habit as part of their viewing on periscope people that download the podcast people that follow us on twitter people that are friends of the facebook page and so forth and so on so so important to us it makes it helps us go on it makes us uh strive to do better every week and to think of new stuff that we can bring up bring like this thanks this since he brewcast friendsgiving so important and and 
we want to we, we are so thankful to everybody uh, that has such an impact on our show every week and uh, god god bless you and 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 hopefully we'll be sitting here next thanksgiving talking about the same kind of stuff uh and thanking everybody for supporting us it's it, it's so important to us and we really appreciate it absolutely so i think, I think you nailed it there with that We'd like to bid you adieu. Angie Cisneros, thank you very much. Oakley Pub and Grill. Hey, yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Uh, Tina Cisneros, <laughs> o- uh, Overlook I've uh, got about Lodge. 12 jobs at this She's point. She's got a bunch of jobs. Overlook Lodge, Catch a Fire Pizza, Oakley Pub and Grill. See me. Jen Clawson from uh, from Rivertown Catering. Brew River. Brew River Catering. I'm sorry. At Jen Claw, at Chef, Chef Jen, Jen Claw. Claw on Twitter. Gnarly Gnome. TheGnarlyGnome.com. Uh, Thank you, Rick Sanson. My name is Mike Cisneros. You've been listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Happy Happy Thanksgiving!